Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Whenever or wherever you're watching or listening, this is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I am your host, Michael Clifford, aka Slim Cliffy. Joining me today to talk about which massive favorite uh, we have to fade here tonight, our single entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how you doing today, buddy? Yeah, uh, I don't know the answer to that question yet. Hopefully, we'll find the answer to that question before 3 p.m. Eastern, but there are so many massive favorites in unbelievable spots tonight. This slate is, as Vots likes when I say it, it's wild. Yeah, it is. If I'm not mistaken, I'm looking at, at live betting lines. Eight out of the 11 games have a favorite of at least minus 200 or larger. Now, on a slate like that, that tells me, like, when you have heavy favorites with high gold totals, that usually tells you where the ownership is going. When you have eight massive favorites like this on a, on a, an 11 game slate, like my approach would be, I don't really care about ownership that much. Obviously we're going to follow our leverage. And if there's like a minus 10% leverage line in our top two stacks, I, I you know, I'm not going to prioritize them, but I don't think worrying about ownership is necessarily as important as it is on most slates tonight. Yeah. And I feel like what's more important on a slate with massive favorites is like making sure you don't like jam in like super popular filler lines with them just because that could be a bit chalky, but going through the games, going through the games, I'm not sure there's like an obvious, like, Oh, this line is super cheap. Let's, let's put them in with this really expensive line. So I think all in all, like ownership's not going to be a tremendous concern tonight. Yeah. I'm not, Overly concerned about ownership tonight. I imagine uh, most are going to come in check. There are going to be a couple very obvious spots, and we'll definitely talk about those as we move along this slate. 
Should give a special shout out to Yahoo Fantasy. They are our, our sponsor and have been all season long. You'll see their banner um, at the top of the YouTube video. And we do have a special giveaway uh, through Yahoo for first time users that we'll talk about a little bit later in the show. It, it's a very good giveaway for uh, first time DFS players to kind of get their feet wet and get their legs under them. So uh, stick around a little later if you want to get some free stuff from Yahoo. Let's talk about last night's slate real quick because we do have that massive uh, slate to talk about. Uh, a couple winners uh, noticed Chuck Dynasty dropped uh, dropped a screenshot. He took down the FanDuel th- 333 monster last night uh, for $2,500. I had a boy, Chuck Dynasty. Nice night. And then uh, yours and I, one of our friends uh, who watches this show regularly, uh, we call him Whiskers. He goes, why? He goes, by you can't make money at that on Twitter. Uh, he took down the 555 for 5K on FanDuel. Uh, big, he's a big supporter of ours, so congrats to him and congrats to Chuck Dynasty on taking down that 333. Uh, really nice night by him. Dallas won. Josh, you and I talked about it a lot uh, yesterday, where we're, where we're, where we were going to go, and we kind of settled on, on Dallas won. Um, a lot of our subscribers settled on Dallas one. And, uh, as Mike, our producer talked about before the show, Joe Pavelski really came through with a big performance. Yeah. He let, you know, Pavelski got me into the cash. I didn't have Marshan, but, um, I had Dallas one. I had some Arizona. Um, I, you know, Arizona didn't do too much. Ryan Dezingle scored both the goals, but like Toronto didn't do anything. So like I got the shots and the blocks from ghost enough to drag my, my sorry lineup into min cash, but you need a Dallas one or um, Marshan really like Bergeron had a pretty good game. Craig Smith was all right. Boston two didn't do anything. So like there was a pretty thin path to the cash, but uh, congratulations to all the winners last night. Yeah. I, yeah, I actually did well too. Went a little over three X and I'll take that on a single entry um, on any given slate. Let's get a move on here. We do have a lot of games to talk about before we get uh, to those games. If you guys could, please throw us a thumbs up and click the subscribe button. Those likes and subscribes uh, really help us look good for our bosses. And the road to 420,000 subscribers continues. Uh, be sure to click that bell if you want to get alerts when we do go live. And we have free premium tools and data up on the site as we do almost every day. Today being no exception, we have NBA main slate ownership projections and we have our NHL player rankings all up on the site, all for free. So even if you're not an awesome subscriber, uh, you can get a little bit of a boost uh, on your research, whether NBA or NHL tonight. Just head on over to Osmo.com and check those out and check on check out uh, Bots's uh, Power Plays article. I think uh, it was published re- uh, not too long ago. So uh, head to Osmo.com, lots of free stuff to help you out with your bets and your fantasy lineups tonight. All right, let's get to this first game. Philly, 2.2 implied goal total. They're going into Boston. Boston has a 3.8 implied goal total. Boston played last night, beat the brakes off the Habs. I don't think that was a shock to anybody. Um, I think what might be a shock to some people is the pricing on the Boston Bruins today. Um, Claude Giroux is back for Philly, and I think that that's a pretty big deal for them because you and I talked the last time the Flyers were out. They really didn't have a center with Giroux and Couturier hurt and Hayes playing the way he is. Giroux being back at least gives them a, a, a good scoring line for Boston to contend with. What do you see here, Josh? Yeah, well, that scoring line is probably not going to be in play tonight because they're going to get the Bergeron matchup. And even with Craig Smith there, their numbers are really, really good defensively. So 
not too much interest in that Drew line. And, you know, there, there's a ton of big dogs, and Philly's one of them tonight. But that second line of Van Riemsdyk, Hayes, Konechny might be in play here a little bit. There's absolutely no ownership on him. You know, Hall, 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 uh, imposter Nack, say that five times fast, uh, has been a pretty good line. But, you know, they're not the Bergeron. They're not Bergeron. And, like, Tuka Rask was on the couch last week, and I was starting for the Bruins. Like, that's that's the thing yeah. that's catching me in this game is Tuka Rask had uh, hip surgery in June, I believe, hasn't played a game, has a few practices in the AHL, and now is just stepping right into NHL action. Like, that's an eight-month layoff with a hip surgery. That seems significant for a goalie. Yeah, like – I need, I didn't even know Tuka was planning on coming back. I thought he retired. Like, and then last week he's <laughs> practicing, and today he's starting for the Bruins. Now the Hayes connecting Van Riemsdyk line has a very small sample together, but you know it, it's the numbers are reasonable. It's a pretty high event, but you know if you're going to attack anything on the Bruins, it's not going to be Bergeron. So if anything on the Flyer side, I think JVR Hayes connecting is fine. Price is fine. Um, you know, Boston's on a back-to-back. It is Tuca and net. And there's just, you just don't know what to expect from Tuca. Like you can, you can, you can, yeah. Wow. Wow. I got excited there. You can tell me he's going to give up seven goals on 21 shots. And I'll say, sure. And you can tell me he's going to have a 37 save shutout. And I'll say, yeah, that's, that could happen. Like, we just don't know. Uh, So Philly two for me, I do really like Boston. Um, Again, there's just a lot of, a lot of big favorites. Uh, Boston, pretty high ownership considering all the spots. So um, Boston one is fine. I think I would prefer Boston two as a filler. Uh, Pasternak 7K is not really a filler price, but Hall's price has come down. You know, you get you get Hall and Hollow for the same price as Pasternak. So they're 14K to full stack. They get, you know, Hayes, who, we, who I just said, that line is pretty high event. So Boston two for me, Flyers two for me. If you want to stock, stack Boston one, I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah, I think I would probably go uh, to Boston one in this instance. It's just, you know, even with Giroux back, um, he has had some time off. Um, surely there's going to be a little bit of rust there. And Boston's top line, I like, I don't even know what to say. 68% shot share in 80 minutes together. It's just absolutely bananas how good they are. So you're on Boston too. I kind of like Boston one a little bit better. Um, I also think Philly one makes a decent stack because the Boston penalty kill hasn't really been that great of late, um, like middle of the pack and middle of the pack with Joel Farabee um, and Claude Giroux on the, on the power play. I think, you know, they can be had. So in your one fifties, I think you can get Philly one in. Um, I do like Boston one on the blue line. There's not really anybody that sticks out to me, honestly, on either side here. Um, I, I guess, you know, Cam York running the power play for 2,800 definitely makes sense, um, given Boston's mediocre penalty kill. Anybody else stick out to you? I mean, Charlie McAvoy is down under 5K. So if you're, if you're playing Boston one, you can, you know, put in McAvoy. You want to play Grizzly for 3,400. Mike Riley, I guess, is even a fine punt or Brandon Carlo. But, like, None of these guys are just jumping off the page like, oh, if I'm going to punt, this is the guy. So, you know, if you if you land on one of those guys, it's fine. But I'm not, you know, super excited about anybody on either side. Yeah, me neither. So good enough. We'll just get to this next game then. Vancouver, 2.2 implied goal total. They're going into Tampa. The Bolts have a 3.7 implied goal total. 
Um, Andre Palat looks like he's going to be out for Tampa tonight with Matthew Joseph taking his spot on the top line. Somebody in our Discord asked, like, how significant it is to lose Palat and add Joseph there. Like, I definitely think it is a downgrade, but it's point of Kucherov that power that line. Like, let's get that straight. It's not Andre Palat doing the heavy lifting uh, between those three. So I think Tampa won. Definitely still uh, in play for me in this matchup. Um, why don't you tell us what you like on the Tampa side? Because obviously a lot of people like Tampa here tonight. And then tell us if there's anything you like with uh, Vancouver. Yeah. I mean, there's not a matchup on Vancouver that really worries me defensively. Like, Pod Coles and Miller Besser, not rarely. Dickinson, Horvath, Garland, there may be like, they, they're maybe nine feet tall combined. Like, Tanner Pearson, Elias Patterson, Hoglander, no. So, like, even Matias Joseph there, it's fine because the prices on Point and Kucherov have come way up since Kucherov came back. And Joseph's min price, even if he just, like, comes along for the ride and donks an assist, I think that's perfectly fine. And, you know, you, you, we've talked about how these teams come off really long layoffs and get lit up. Like, they got – the Canucks got lit up by the Panthers, and now they don't get any reprieve against the Lightning. Kucherov's coming off a hat trick. You know, I, I definitely think Tampa one's in play. If you want to go down to Tampa two, that's fine. Like we, we talked about on the last show, how they haven't been generating much. They haven't been great. And then they follow that up with having a very big game. Like Tampa two was optimal, but like the point remains, they haven't been that great together, but if you want to go to them, that's perfectly fine. Like they have a 3.7 total. They're playing the Canucks. So, but for me, I prefer Tampa one. You want a Tampa power play stack. That's also in play for me. On the Canucks side, I don't know if there's much. You know, I, I think, you know, with the price drop on Besser, I think Miller-Besser would probably be where I'd go. Other than that, there really just isn't anything. These line combinations aren't great. So if I'm going to get to any Canucks, it's probably going to be Miller-Besser. Yeah, uh, Miller-Besser and Pod Colson, like, I don't think I don't think they'd be very good defensively. As you mentioned, they are high event, but I think fine offensively. And that definitely brings them into play um, in this matchup. It's just, you know, playing Vancouver, you're going into Tampa facing Vasilevsky, a very good penalty kill. Like Tampa has one of the best penalty kills in the league. And they only take like they're only they've only been taking like two or three penalties a game for their last five or six weeks. So like how hot, it, you know, Vancouver is a team that really does rely on the power play for success. So for at least fantasy success. So like, I don't think there's anything from Vancouver I'm going to get to here tonight on the Tampa side. Um, I'm going to wait to see what our ownerships look like, but I probably will just go right back to that top line. Like I know the price on Kucherov has come up from 6,000 to 7,500. Yeah. It probably should be about 8,500. So um, I think Tampa won, especially with that 2,500 winger, um, I think they're just fine here tonight. So Tampa one for me, nothing from the Vancouver side uh, on the blue line. Tyler Myers, I think is definitely in play here. His price has come down a few hundred dollars. 3,600 is a lot more palatable. I know OEL, Oliver Ekman Larson's all the way down to 3,300, but man, he's just not doing anything. He's not shooting. He's not blocking shots. He's just there. He's, you know, he's a 7 million Mikey Anderson. It's awful. Um, not much for D out of this game. What do you think? McDonough's out, so I don't mind one of Chernak or Sergachev. Just because the third pair is Bogosian foot, like the top two pairs are going to play extra minutes. So I think Sergachev or Chernak are fine. But, you know, 
you can obviously correlate Hedman, but that's really about it. For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. If you're a last-minute gift shopper, then Instacart is your holiday rescue app this season. No more tracking packages, no more trips to the post office, and no more Christmas gifts arriving in February. Instead, you can just download Instacart to order gifts like beauty, tech, and gourmet goods from local stores and get them delivered in as fast as one hour. Plus, right now, you'll get free delivery on your first three orders. This offer is valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Must be 21 plus to purchase alcohol where available. Um, I see a couple super chats I have to get to. The first one from Dave Jones. Dave, thank you very much for the $5 super chat. I appreciate that. Um, what is your favorite team stack on FanDuel? Boston one or Philly one? Like we just went through it. I think Boston one is definitely just fine in play here. Um, just because they, they're coming in, their ownership is just fine and it is a good matchup. If you want to get wildly different, I do think Philly one is in play, but like I'm not sure I would play them in a single entry or something like that. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, to get to Philly one in single entry would be a bit crazy, but like I've done crazier, but I, I would much prefer to play Philly one if I was making 20 to 150. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, the more lineups you play, the more likely I would be to play them one lineup. I don't think so. Um, and a super chat from Chuck Dynasty talked about him taking down the 333 monster on FanDuel last night. He says, no question, just appreciate the active discord. Uh, yeah, I like the Discord too. I mean, yesterday we spent, you know, just us and our subscribers, we spent like two hours talking about like cash game strategies and and how to approach bankroll management and stuff like that. You know, we'll spend an entire day talking about movies and then the next day we'll spend an entire day talking about bankroll management and stuff like that. I need to start talking about how to regrow the lettuce on my head because it's a sad scene up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe we'll save that for the weekend or something like that. Um, let's get to this next game. Uh, thank you very much for the super chat, Chuck. And thank you very much, Dave. We really appreciate your guys' support uh, here on the channel. Let's get to this next game. 2.4 for Columbus, 3.8 for Carolina. They're playing in Carolina. Uh, Seth Jarvis is on the top line for the Hurricanes with Sebastian Ajo and Tuvo Terabinen. On the Columbus side, Elvis Merzlikens is back in net. He hasn't played in a few weeks, in a, at least a couple weeks. He hasn't played in January, I know that. Um, well, I'm pretty sure I shouldn't say I know that. Uh, and Jakob Voracek on the COVID list. Uh, that got announced this afternoon. They said Alex Tessier was going to get called up from the taxi squad, but obviously we don't have lines because they didn't go through their lines with morning skate. And the Columbus beat writers have been pretty bad about providing lines at warmups, and they're on the road here tonight. I'm not sure we're going to get a Columbus lineup before locks. So, and that, I mean, it's 2.4 2 total, so it's not that big of a deal, but I just don't like having that gap of information. What do you see in this game, Josh? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to assume line A, Jenner, Nyquist is going to be together. Like, yeah. I think that's a fair assumption. After that, your guess is as good as mine. Um, like maybe maybe Chinnikov. I know he's moved up at times. Sillinger, Chinnikov with Bjorkstrand, maybe. And then maybe Rosovic, Domi, Tessier. That'd be... But I, I don't I don't know how much blue jackets I'm gonna get into tonight. Um this is more of a uh Carolina game here. Um 
it, there's no really bad matchup for Carolina here. I, I like going against line A just because that line is just, they generate a lot, but they give up more than they generate. So mm-hmm. I would assume Trocek, Svechnikov, Fost is going to get that matchup. I think that line is fine. Like I, I normally like attacking line A, and I think you can do it with Trocek, Svechnikov, Fost. I think that's fine. But my favorite line of the night from this game is Taravine and Aho Jarvis. Uh, Aho, just kind of like we just talked about with Tampa, like Aho Taravine is pretty expensive, but Jarvis is almost mid-price. He sees secondary power play time. He's not some third wheel. Like he's a highly touted prospect. I think with some with like top six minutes all year, he'd be in the Calder conversation for rookie of the year up there with Trevor Zegers, yeah. and I mean that. There you go. So like, you're not getting, uh, you know, Dryden Hunt up there with Aho <laughs> and Taravine, and you're getting like a fir- like a bona fide first round pick here. So that that line with Jarvis there makes it super cheap. It doesn't matter like if it's Bjorkstrand, Sillinger, Chinikov, like. That line isn't great defensively. And after that, there just isn't anything there that scares you. So I think from this game, that's my favorite line. And then like Niederreiter, Stahl, Netches is interesting to me just because Stahl's almost been priced. Niederreiter and Netches are power play too. And they're going to get depth, math, depth matchups of the Jackets. And there just isn't much there. So like, I don't even mind dipping all the way down there. Um, you know, they're not much cheaper than Svechnikov, Trocek, Fast, but I would assume they're going to come in lower owned. But anyway, like my favorite line in this game and probably my top three on this slate is the Ajo line. Not too much from uh, Columbus for me. Yeah, I'm glad it's it's the Ajo line for me. And like I'll say I do like Carolina too here as well. Um, They've been very good this year, like 55%, over 55% shot and scoring chance share. Um, going into, like you said, the middle of that Columbus lineup, there's just not a whole lot there, especially with Jakub Horacek missing. So, honestly, I think either the top two Carolina lines are both firmly in play for me here. I will lean towards the top line because I think Seth Jarvis might be a little bit underrated um, just because he's only been playing 12, 13 minutes a game for most of the season. Like, I think he's he's a sniper. I think he's good. So, yeah, Carolina won for me. I mean, I... Aho and Jarvis, like they've been generating, like they played together this year, right? Like at times, like, and they've been generating a lot, like fringe 59, 60% shot and scoring chance share. So like, I think they're going to do some damage here. Um, Carolina won for me uh, on the blue line. I don't know if there's really a lot that I like here in this particular game. Like Vladislav Gavrikov, obviously, I think makes a lot of sense at min price. Like he seems like a block bonus threat here tonight. Um, Tony D'Angelo at 5,700. That feels expensive for a guy that really only dishes assists on the power play and nothing else. What do you think? Yeah, and I know Columbus has been taking a bit more penalties lately, but they're still in the bottom half of the NHL, you know, time shorthanded. So if you want to, if you want to correlate Tony D, I think that's fine. But there, you know, there really isn't anybody on the Carolina side that I want to get in my lineup. Gavrikov is just, you know, for min price, he always, you know, gets value for you. So I think he's perfectly fine. Um, that's really about it. Jake Bean down to twenty seven hundred, but he's down in the third pair of minutes are concerned. Yeah, uh, not a big fan of Jake Bean here tonight either. I agree with that. All right, let's move this along a little bit super wild card weekend is almost here when did it get changed to super wild card weekend is that a real thing in the nfl 
I, you know, I try not to pay attention with the marketing the NFL. They're just absolute that what a product they are. That's all I'll say. What a product. Like, it just feels like NFL 1992 is. Super Nintendo when they just started throwing Super in front of everything. Yeah, yeah. Tell you it was a, it was different from the regular Nintendo. Anyways, rebranding. Super, super Wildcard. Weekend super Wildcard. It's Super now because there's another team that makes the playoffs. Uh, there's plenty of. Super Wildcard Weekend is here, and that means plenty of opportunities to take down a big NFL showdown or single game GPP through Monday, January 17th. That's four days from now. Our NFL Express Weekly Pass will only be $1 when you use the promo code SUPERWILD at checkout. That's SUPERWILD, all caps, all one word, to activate a $1 NFL Express Weekly Pass, and that'll give you access to our player and ownership rankings for all the NFL slates and everything we have to offer for showdown and single game contests, including our player projections, ownership projections, and our top plays tool. Again, that's super wild at checkout, or you can simply click the link in the description of the video below to activate that promo code, stop guessing, start winning, join Osmo Plus today. If you are taking in some NFL this weekend and you want to throw down uh, maybe some D some DFS lineups, I mean, $1 for an express weekly pass, it really does doesn't get any better than that see what we're all about and if you don't like it it only it costs you about 25 percent of a cup of coffee these days so um come check us out i think you'll really appreciate what we have to offer let's move it along winnipeg 3.0 implied goal total they're going into detroit the red wings have a 2.6 implied goal total uh there's some news from winnipeg here cole perfidi uh probably their number one prospect is called up he looked like he was going to play with Pierre-Luc Dubois and Kyle Connor, but now Winnipeg says that uh, Paul Stasny is on the COVID list and there could be some changes coming to that top. I mean, there has to be changes coming to the top six because Paul Stasny is now out, but we're not going to get that information. If we're lucky, we're going to get that information in about three or four hours time. If not, we're not going to get it before locks. So it uh, seems like kind of a tough situation here. On the other side, Dylan Larkin, game time decision for Detroit. That also feels like uh, pretty big, uh, pretty important news. So what do you think of this game, Josh? So Larkin being back would be interesting because Detroit won, goes out against the depth at home. And with the injuries to Winnipeg, there, there isn't much depth there. Now, Larkin's 7,800 on DraftKings, and that line hasn't been great recently, but I would imagine they're going to be pretty low-owned. Because if you look at the ownership on the other side, right now we're, we're projecting Connor and Dubois over 25%. Now, will Cole Perfidi be there? I honestly don't think so. Because if, if you try to read between the lines here, I think they want to leave Evgeny Svechnikov up there with Connor and Dubois. So that's, I, that's kind of what I'm getting here. Yeah. That's what I think. So I feel like the second line is going to be Cop, Shifley, and Perfetti. Yeah. Which is still interesting to me because yeah. that that line is going to get like the Suter-Zadina matchup. And that matchup is very good for Winnipeg here. Um, listen, the Winnipeg top six is in an unbelievably good spot tonight. So – the problem is, you know, the Red Wings are the only team that gets gets flexed to 7.30 in the history of NHL. So, like, it's not like a normal 7 p.m. lock. So we're not going to get news until right after lock. So the the good news is, as it is, you know, Svechnikov min price, Perfetti min price, Jansen Harkins min price, 
So it's not like you're going to have to scramble to free up some salary to get the that guy in. Like, so the wingers at least are 2,500. Um, the problem is Cop Shifley pretty cheap. Like they're cheaper than Connor Dubois. So going up from Shifley Cop to Dubois Connor, you're going to have to have a swap ready. Regardless, I'm assuming Evgeny Svechnikov is going to be with Connor Dubois, and they're probably going to get the Rasmussen Ernie Nemestikov matchup, I guess. So, I mean, that's their quote unquote shutdown line. They don't really shut anything down. So, um, I'm fine with either of the top six in Winnipeg. I just want to see lines. I kind of want to play whichever line Cole Perfetti's on. Uh, so, there's that. And if Larkin's in, I think overpriced Detroit one against Winnipeg def- definitely makes for an interesting play. Yeah, I I mean it would nice it would be nice to get confirmation on Larkin, and maybe we'll get that from a, a beat writer uh, a little bit earlier because I would love that Detroit top line. Like you said, they would be going against that Winnipeg depth, and the Winnipeg's third and fourth lines with the injuries. You know, they're moving all the guys to the top six as it is to try to balance out that lineup. So yeah, I would have interest in Detroit one if we get some some sort of confirmation on Dylan Larkin before Locke. But, you know, if, if we don't get confirmation on him until Locke, there's just not a whole lot that we can do about that, right? So Unless you have a late starting lineup that you want yeah, to swap Yeah, you, you're going to have to look for a swap uh, in the later games. So um, Detroit won pending uh, Larkin's return. On the Winnipeg side, I would play uh, Cop Shifley Perfetti uh, as well. I really do. Like Cole Perfetti, I know people have asked, uh, what Cole Perfetti is, what he's like as a player. He's not very fast. And that might seem like a problem in the NHL, but he has great hands. And I think a great like puck IQ vision type thing. And I think that's more important for a player than just being fast. You know, ask Michael Grabner. Um, <laughs> you can't just be, I mean, he had a good career. I don't want to beg on Grabner, but he, you know. He's like one for 398 career on breakaways. <laughs> right. But he was a good player, but you know, to take that another next step to be another level, you have to be able to think the game and being able to think the game is very important. I think Perfetti could do that, but again, we just don't know where he's going to play. So ostensibly I like Shifley and Perfetti and I like the Larkin line. We just don't know if they're actually going to be line combinations right now. So um, not a whole lot. Uh, else in this game for me, even on the blue line, I guess Josh Morrissey might be in play for me here. Um, he's been playing like 21, 22 minutes um, of late and um, Brendan Dillon is going to be out of the lineup tonight. So that should be more shutdown minutes for Morrissey. Don't you think? Yep. I like Morrissey at his price, 3900 Dylan DeMello at min price up there on the top pair is interesting because he will probably fill that shot blocking role. And I just need to say that Declan Chisholm, that's not a real name. Like, do better Winnipeg with your artificial intelligent players coming up. Like I have no idea who that is. That can't be a real person on the, on the wing side. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No interest on the blue line. Yeah, nothing for me either. I do like Nadalkovich and Net. Um, he's relatively cheap. You know, Winnipeg's going to carry some ownership. So Nadalkovich definitely in play for me in Net. All right, uh, let's get to this next game. This one is a dandy. 2.3 implied goal total for New Jersey going into New York. The Islanders have a 3.4 implied goal total. Now, if you're wondering who the New York Islanders are, they're a hockey team in the National Hockey League. It's just that they've only played two games in the last month, like four weeks. Um, and, they, and they haven't played. And those two games were right around New Year's. They haven't played in 12 days. So two games in four weeks and no games in almost two full weeks. And yet here they are with a 3.4 applied goal total at home to New Jersey. And that's because New Jersey's going through their injuries as well. Dougie Hamilton out of the lineup, Damon Severson out of the lineup. Um, they're missing a couple middle six wingers as well. Like there's a reason why New Jersey's total is where it is. I don't know where you want to take this game, Josh. I'm just going to put it in your hands, man. Like, Okay, Mackenzie Blackwood's in protocol, so John Gillies is in that for the Devils, and he is not very good. Now, there are a ton of low row totals today, Devils being one of them. But even before the Islanders haven't played two games in the past, like, 30 days, they have not been great defensively. And Jack Hughes has been playing like a man possessed. So I think from a low ownership, low total road perspective, Hughes Tatar makes some sense to me. They're they're 10K for the two of them. It's not overly crazy. Uh, it doesn't really matter what the matchup is. Like, this isn't the Islanders team from a few years ago that just like had great goaltending and great defense. And th- their def- their defensive numbers are just not very good. They're still banged up a little bit. So I think Hughes Tatar, Sharon Govich, if it is Sharon Govich, definitely makes some sense as line for me as you know one of these road lines in a small total. Now, you go to the Islander side in 3.4 total, and you're like, where is this coming from? Like, who's going to score? Like, I don't mind the top line. I just, like, Josh Bailey does nothing for me. So if you want to do, like, a Barzell Lee, Noah Dobson three-man, I think that's fine. You know, um, I think if you're going to full stack anything, I don't mind the second line of Bellows, Nelson Bavillier. Nelson Bavillier have good – historical numbers together Kiefer Bellows is almost min price he shares the second power play Nelson so like the Devils are pretty banged up they have you know an AHL goalie in there so you know that line is pretty pretty cheap they're like 11-4 to full stack there's a 3.4 total they're not you know that's not like other lines besides Barzal and Lee are gonna have to score to get to that total so I, I think going to Islanders too here makes some sense but honestly, like my favorite line in this game is Hughes to Tarshan Govich. So I'm going to talk about the Islanders here because they were what attracted me initially. That Islanders top line, like the rest of the lineup has been bad and that we should highlight that. Jean-Gabriel, I looked it up earlier, Jean-Gabriel Pajot and Anthony Beauvillier, who you would think it would be a good shutdown duo, like 42% shot share on the season. And then I looked to see, you know, maybe it was just a bad start. Remember, they started the season like 13 games on the road or something like that. 
It's like, no, over the last six weeks, it's like 44% shot share. Like they're just bad. Like that's all it is. They're just bad. So like, I think that Islanders second line might be going into New Jersey one because their last couple home games, they were sending out Pajot and, and uh, Beauvillier against top lines. And if you're going to put out a 43% line against Jack Hughes, I am going to go with that line. So yeah, I agree with you. I like Hughes, Sharon Govich on the top line here tonight with Tatar, uh, fairly cheap, coming in with good leverage by their top stacks tool. You don't need a lot of them, you know, five to 10%, I, I think would be more than enough as a filler stack. I like New Jersey one here. I do like the Islanders top line on the flip side. Um, they've been really good over that stretch. The second line has been bad. The top line, 56% shot share, 61% of the scoring chances over their last six weeks. I think both top lines definitely in play for me here in this game. If you ask me, you know, um, you know, just pick one line uh, irrespective of price, I would probably go to New Jersey just because um, I want to get them at 1% ownership as opposed to 8 or 9% uh, from the Islanders. But I like them both. On the blue line, uh, Ryan Graves probably makes a lot of sense here uh, for New Jersey. He's cheap. And with all those defensemen missing, I'm assuming he's going to be playing 23, 24, 25 minutes. Um, so Ryan Graves for me on the New Jersey side, on the Islander side, uh, back to the Noah Dobson tree. Yeah. And okay. then on the Devils, if you want to punt, uh, Siegenthaler, is that his name? Jonas S, we'll call him, as Jake would say. Uh, actually, very good defensive numbers. It's been blocking a bunch of shots. I don't mind him as a punt. Yep. Um, I agree with exactly that. Um, we have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below. Deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you've played in your first paid contest, and we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you need immediate access, email support at osmo.com and we'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below. That can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including the $5,000 NHL baller here tonight and this weekend's $500,000 NFL wildcard ballers on Saturday and Sunday. Make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. All right, let's get through these games. We got six games left to get through. First one, Seattle going into St. Louis. Seattle has a 2.4 implied goal, to, goal total. St. Louis sitting at 3.5. Um, Seattle is on a back-to-back. -back. They just got their brains beat in last night by Dallas. That means probably Chris Dridger in net, not like it matters. They're both just absolute fish net standing there um st louis going with ivan barbashev and pavel Muchnevich on the top line with ryan o'reilly they look very expensive um the second line uh jordan Cairo uh is skating with robert thomas and brandon Saad. they're going into the depth from seattle i'm just going to ask you straight up is there any four combination from seattle that you're interested in if not just move right along st louis actually don't mind Seattle one here. McCann, Everly, Marcus Johansson. I just, I don't know. I'm not a big believer in the Blues tonight. I, I don't know why. I mean, McCann Billy has Huso been very good offensively. Billy Huso, is, Billy Huso yeah. is starting and not Jordan Bennington. Yeah. So that is a downgraded net. Yeah. I mean, McCann has been 
awful defensively for Seattle. I don't understand why, but like he's also been very good offensively. So I don't mind getting to a little bit of Seattle one, but that's really about it. On the blue side, Ryan O'Reilly, Ivan Barbashev, Buchnevich just seem too expensive for me. Like there's other spots that I'd rather play for similar pricing. So, I mean, in MME, they, they might be very low owned. It could be a sneaky little, little three man. It just feels awful, you know, plugging them in. Same with Saad Thomas Cairo. Like Cairo has been great recently. 6,600, I guess is fair, but Robert Thomas 5,800 seems overpriced. Saad at 4,500 seems overpriced. So like, I, I feel like with all these big total home totals and home favorites and all this and that, like the blues are going to go overlooked and it's from a price standpoint. So if you want to get them in and in G in MME, I think they're going to, you're going to get them at pretty low ownership. So like, I'm not a huge fan of these line combinations. So I guess that's part of it too. So you want to use St. Louis one, I guess that's fine. I think if I was going to stack either of them, it'd be St. Louis too, just because they're a little bit cheaper. Um, you know, Kairou has been their best player of late. Tarasenko still out. Uh, I just, you know, at the price, I think I'm going to look elsewhere. I just can't believe that price on St. Louis. Robert Thomas, like the guy isn't even averaging two shots a game over his last 10 games. And he's (laughs) priced at nearly 6K. Like I don't, I'm looking at his game logs. I think he might've paid off a 5,800 price tag twice this year in 30 games. Yeah. Maybe like maybe twice. It could be once. I'm just doing mental math in my head here. Like it's, it's very, it's weird how they're priced here. I don't really understand. And that's why you're seeing such low ownership on them. Um, it's because the pricing is absurd, but like you said, that's probably why they're going to get overlooked. So I think if I were to do anything on the St. Louis side, I would stack the wingers on the second line and just leave Robert Thomas off. Cause like the, the chances of Robert Thomas putting up like a 25 DK performance here tonight or something. I mean, saying that I just locked him in for a 25 DK performance, <laughs> but like the chances of him doing that just seem very, very slim given his, given his player profile, like three assists like would be pushing it. And you know what I mean? And he's done that once this year. So three like assists with no shots and the bonus on DK's 18 DraftKings points. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's fine value for a G that's good value for GPP three X, but it, you know, it's not great. And he's done that once this year, like, what are we even talking about? So on the same on the second line, um, I will definitely be going uh, with Kairou and Saad as like a little two man. Uh, nothing for me for Seattle on the blue line. I don't know, man. With no Colton Pareko, I feel like Justin Falk probably has to play a lot of minutes. I might go back to the Oleksiak on the other side. What do you think? I'm in agreement with you. That's literally about it. Yeah, I and I'm not playing Chris Trigger. Are you playing Chris Trigger? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, let's not bring that up again. Buffalo, 2.1 implied gold total going into Nashville. The Predators have a 3.9 implied gold total. I think the big, I mean, there's a lot of big news here. We'll start with the Buffalo side. Buffalo is just running out of goaltenders. Um, they have Aaron Dell in net, who at this point would probably be like fourth on their depth chart. And their backup would, and his backup would be even further down the depth chart than that. So, uh, that's probably why you're seeing Nashville with such a high total, not to mention Tage Thompson out for the Sabres on the Nashville side. They're saying Philip Forsberg could be a possibility for tonight. Now he would have to come right off the COVID list and right into a game with no practice, no nothing. 
I guess that's possible. And, you know, if there's a team to do it against, it would be this particular iteration of the Buffalo Sabres. Um, that would throw a wrench in things, but we're not going to find out probably for a few hours yet, Josh. So what do you think here? Yeah, as it stands, Ely Tolvanen is going to be on that top line with Granlund Duchesne on power play one, and that makes them very cheap and very in play. Nashville almost has a four total, despite Forsberg currently being projected out. Uh, so there isn't a matchup on Buffalo that scares me. I really like Nashville one, surprise, surprise, surprise. With Tolvin in there, they are going to be owned, though, just because he is so much cheaper than Forsberg. We'll be interesting to see if we get Forsberg news somewhere near lock, because if he is announced back in, I think that will drop the ownership a great deal on Nashville 1 just because Forsberg's price. But as it stands, I like Nashville 1. Uh, Nashville 2 actually, like, don't mind it. I don't know if you need to do it. Uh, like Nick Cousins, Rijo Cunning, I think a Luke Cunning one-off is fine. Um, and then on the Buffalo side, like, no. <laughs> like, yeah, like I, like I kind of want to get behind some some Buffalo one just because Nashville's penalty kill is just so bad. And Alex Tuck is, you know, he's pretty yeah. reasonably priced. Yeah, but it's just like Dylan Cousins, Jeff Skinner, Alex Tuck getting that Granlin Duchesne Tolvin matchup five on five, like. We have to rely on the, the Predators taking penalties and then Dylan Cousins, Alex Tuck, and Jeff Skinner scoring. If I was making 150, I'd definitely have some in 20. Maybe I have one at 20, but other than that, like I don't think I'm going to have Sabres. Yeah, I, I'll just say nothing from the Sabres for me. If The reason being, I don't see them with a top six center right now. You're playing bottom six centers in top six roles, and – for me, I think that just makes for bad line combinations. And I know that's just what they have to do. That's, you know, it's injuries and COVID and all that, but that's what, just what's keeping me away from them. Um, on the Nashville side, I do really, I do really like uh, the top line, Coleman and uh, Tolvin and Granlin, Duchesne. I'm not so much on Cousins and Johansson. Cousins and Johansson just haven't been that good this year, like um, in their sample together. I think it's only like 40 minutes, um, but, you know, well under 50% shot share. Uh, and I'm not too sure um, that Luke Cunning is going to, you know, write that ship. So, um, you know, Nashville two is fine, but I honestly think it's Nashville three that I'd have a little bit more interest in. Tanner Janot, um, especially Tanner Janot is a one-off. Like he's just, a, he's just been shooting. He's just been scoring and they're getting the Buffalo third and fourth lines. There's absolutely nothing there. So maybe like a one-off Janot, but I also do like Nashville one on the blue line. One thing I noticed was I think all the prices for all the Predators defensemen came up. Um, that's a little bit of a problem, especially when you're staring down the barrel of an 8K Roman Yossi. That is steep. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I guess it's more, it's better with, you know, Forsberg out. It's a little bit more palatable, but um, is there anybody else that would stick out to you besides that 8K Yossi? Not really. I see a super chat from Niehaus. Niehaus, man. I can't think of a good question to ask today. Hashtag Fabro Elite. If you want to play Dante Fabro, go for it. Uh, I'm going to go Yossi or Bust on the predator side not much i guess robert hag on the on the buffalo side if you need some shot blocks but i'd rather go gavrikov yeah hag would be the guy for for the block bonus he's back in the lineup for buffalo here tonight uh thanks for the super chat Nehouse. appreciate that i'm not sure about fabro elite but hey if he is um you'll probably make a fair bit of change here tonight um let's get to this next game montreal 2.3 implied gold total they're going into chicago Blackhawks have a 3.3 implied goal total. I don't know the last time I saw Chicago Blackhawks this year with a 3.3 implied goal total. Um, (laughs) Montreal played last night. Jake Allen uh, hurt. They called up Caden Primo. They haven't said if they're going to start Montembeau uh, or not. Um, It doesn't matter if it's Montembeau and Primo. They're they're interchangeable to me. should note in the game last night, Montreal moved my, uh, Pizzetta up to the second line in Joel Armia's place, and he stayed there, uh, I think, for the second half of the game. I don't think that makes a big difference, but uh, it's just something to mention. Uh, looks like no, obviously no Seth Jones again uh, for Chicago. He's on the COVID list. Eric Gustafson back in the lineup for the Blackhawks running the second power play unit, I think. What do you got here, Josh? Like. I, I don't even know what I got here. Like this game is just ridiculous. <laughs> um, I well, let me start with Montreal. I guess maybe Montreal won. Uh, our Terry Leckin and you know three K. Like Chicago is just terrible. Montreal also terrible. Someone's gonna have to score in this game. You've been on the Arturi Lekkinen train since 2009. But, like, seriously, like, you dropped some charts on him in the Discord. Like, he's having a great season considering who he's been playing with. So, I think, you know, moving up with Hoffman and Suzuki, like, that line coming in under 1% right now is a not bad, actually. Because, like, who's who on the Blackhawks is going to stop them? Not that Suzuki, Hoffman, and Lekkinen are unstoppable, but, like, there just isn't anything there. I could, I could, I could see that line being better than any line Chicago puts together yeah. tonight. So, like this game, what a scene. Uh, so, like, my, yeah, well, Montreal <laughs> won in play for me. Hoffman, you know, Hoffman at fifty eight hundred, maybe a tough pill to swallow. But like the Blackhawks penalty kill, awful. Go look at Hoffman's power play numbers over his career. It's one of the most ridiculous stats you'll ever see in your life. Like the dude just shoots more than anybody in the history of the NHL on the power play. So like, I think Montreal one's fine on the Blackhawks side. I'm not full stacking anything. Uh, Taze is questionable. He's a game time decision that they're expecting him to play. So I guess if he's in to bring cat Taze Kubelik makes some sense. But I think like for me, I just stick to like Kane to bring cat two mans or like Taze Kubelik two mans, just guys that, like Kane will just end up playing with everybody just how it is. But like, so Chicago two for me, uh, Montreal one, some Kane with a little bit of this, a little bit of that. 
but not super excited about playing Blackhawks despite how good the matchup is. Yeah, I'm, I will say flat out, I'm not super excited about either side in this game, just in general, um, especially where Chicago called up Lucas Reichel and Dylan Strom looks like he's going to be out. Like they're going to be, there's going to be some changes to that Chicago top six and we don't really know what they're going to be. I'm assuming Taves to bring Kat Kubalik stays together, but I don't know if there's been a Chicago line that stayed together longer than five games this entire season. So like, I, you know, I hope they stay together, but we don't really know if they will. Yeah, it is Lekkinen that that interests me. He do did. Here's a little factoid for you: of um, all the active players on the Montreal roster, he leads them in shot rate, like leads them, like no one else. Not Caulfield, not Hoffman. It's Arturi Lekkinen. So yeah, I do like that Montreal top line. You know, two man Hoffman Lekkinen or something like that. If you want to leave off Suzuki, I think that's just fine. I think just playing Hoffman for that power play exposure uh, or against that awful Chicago penalty, like bottom three penalty kill in the league. I think it's just fine as well. So Montreal top line for me, I do like the Taves line, Taves Kubelik, um, the Brinkat. They've been good together, but we just don't know if that's going to be a line. So yeah, if you're going to use them, um, you do have to have a swap ready uh, for later on. So just keep that in mind on the blue line. Uh, the Montreal defensemen don't really interest me a whole lot. And like Savard and, and Sherratt, I think are just too expensive. Um, anybody else, anybody stick out to you? I would say Eric Gustafson running the top power play for Chicago interests me. Anybody else? Yeah, that's about it. Uh, Gustafson, you know, Dahan Murphy are up above 4K now after the last game. They played 20 something minutes. So I think it's just going to be Gustafson for me. All right. Good enough. Uh, get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass for $29.95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, our premium Slack channel, our Discord, and a whole lot premium Slack channel, our premium Discord channel, our lineup builder, and a whole lot more. If you're a new user of Osmo Plus Platinum, then you can take advantage of the promo code we have for this show which is NHL Strategy Show, all capital letters, all one word, NHL Strategy Show for 25% off your first week of Osmo Plus Platinum. You can find the link to activate this coupon in the description of the video below. Of course, if you're only looking to play NHL DFS and you can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus NHL packages for as low as $3.95 a week, stop guessing, start winning, join Osmo Plus today. That's NHL Strategy Show, all capital letters, all one word, 25% off your first week of Osmo Plus Platinum. We have a few more games to get through. Uh, we have about eight minutes to get through them. If you guys could, before we get out of here, throw us a thumbs up, throw us a subscribe. If you haven't already, click the bell so you get alerts whenever we do go live. And once again, would like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Yahoo Fantasy. If you're a first time DFS or first time Yahoo player, check out uh, the promo we have for them in the description below. All right, let's get to these this final batch of games. Ottawa, 2.3 implied goal total going into Calgary. Calgary has a 3.7 implied goal total. Um, like the Islanders, Ottawa just hasn't played in the last month. They have not played a game in 12 days, and they played one game in four weeks. One game in four weeks. And they're going into Calgary, and they're going into Calgary without Tim Stutzla. I don't know, man. Seems like a pretty obvious spot where we're going here. What do you think? Yeah, lock button Senators. One. How expensive are they going into Calgary? They haven't played in a month. They're like almost twenty k. Like, what are we? Do what are we doing? Here I mean, they, they 
they were doing real well, like right before their pause. It's just, yeah, they haven't played it forever. I almost forgot that they're in the league. Thanks, Eugene. But anyway, uh, Calgary, well, Calgary does at home. They've been sending out Backlund, Coleman, Pitlick against the top comp. So they're going to get Norris, Batherson, Kachuk. And then after that, on the Sun side, there's just nothing there. So like Gaudreau, Lindholm, and the other Kachuk, just going to get depth matchups from the Sens. And, you know, they should just tear through them right now. Like we talked about it, like these teams coming off on breaks are just – they're just getting wrecked. And we saw the Senators have like a COVID break not too long ago, and they came back and got wrecked. <laughs> so Calgary won probably one of my favorite spots of the night. I'm interested to see ownership later in the day. As it is right now, I'm fine with their current ownership fully correlated. They're just a good team. That's one. They're a very good line. They have a long history together. They're getting an elite matchup. Matt Murray, I forgot, was still on the Senators. So like, Stars are like this almost feels like if it's too good to be true, it might actually, you know, it's not real. But like, this is a really good spot for Calgary here tonight. I also like the Calgary third line Mangiapani, Dubay, and Richie. I'm going to leave off Richie. That's fine. Two man Dubay, Mangiapani, I think is perfectly fine. Not too much on the center side. I will save my my boy Alex Formentin for another day. Yeah. I, I mean, if you want to play some Ottawa one, they're one of the best leverage spots on the entire slate. It's just, I don't want to play them at 20 K coming off a two week layoff. You know what I mean? Um, if other people want to do that, go right ahead, but they're at 47% shot share, 46% of the expected goals in their sample this year. That's probably going to get run over by a Calgary top line here tonight. That is rested and ready to go. So I'm with you. I love Calgary one. So Mangiapane, one off for me as well. I think Calgary, two definitely in play uh, as well. Um, you know, Backlund, Coleman, a little two men. Um, they're coming in relatively high on, but, I mean, if you just have a, a Coleman, one off, or Backlund, Coleman, two man, that's not going to kill. That's not nothing to worry about for duplications. Um, on the blue line, you know, Oliver Shillington, before this little break for Calgary, had been shooting quite a bit. Um, I do like Oliver Shillington. Jacob Bernard Docker on the other side for Ottawa. Uh, he's a rookie top prospect coming in for them. I mean, a prospect defenseman for the Ottawa senators. I think I would probably just rather play the zoo at 3,100. What do you think? Agreed. I do like Shillington as well. Uh, if you want to correlate Anderson, I guess that's fine. He doesn't really do too much for me. He doesn't shoot, but yeah. Shillington or Zub. All right. Uh, Pittsburgh, 2.9 implied goal total. They're going to Los Angeles. The Kings have a 2.7 implied goal total. Um, I'm at a loss for what to do with this game because I do like the Pittsburgh top line here, but the Kings top line has been very, very good over their last five or six weeks. And then I kind of like that Kings second line, but, you know, Pittsburgh second line looked pretty good in their last game out. So what do you think here, Josh? Yeah, the Kings penalty killed. Not very good, though. So it's an interesting spot because Pittsburgh one here is almost 23 K on DK, but they're coming in super low owned. They're fully correlated. It's interesting just because, you know, the Kopitar IFL Kempe line has been very good. Now in one lineup, it's going to be an interesting decision. I don't know if I'm going to get there in 20. Definitely. am getting there. And 150, definitely getting there. One lineup, it's it's going to be a decision. Like, they're definitely in the mix for me. Now, if you want to get to that second line, 
Carter Malcolm Kapanen. I think that's fine. But like, go look at the numbers on LA too. Like they're just out of control, like out of control. And Philip Deneau, Arvidsson's only 8,500 for the two of them. You know, Arvidsson gets that top power play time. Deneau, like I know Malcolm Carter Kapanen look good, but like, I just can't see that line being good defensively long-term. So couple that with the numbers on LA2. I think LA2, I really like. I'm a bit surprised at the ownership on the Kings top line going into that Crosby matchup. I'm just out on the Kings top line. So for me, uh, LA2, and I'm going to have an interesting decision to make in my one line tonight about pit one. Definitely in the mix. Yeah, just LA2, bring it up real quick. 105 shot attempts per 60 minutes over the last... 50 minutes in their sample i've never seen i've never seen that before in a five-on-five sample over 50 minutes i've never seen 100 shot attempts that's just absolutely patently absurd so i do like los angeles too and i'm with you on pittsburgh one as well um i will have them in my in my 20 mix whether they get in we'll see but they will definitely be in consideration for me um one game to get to uh we do have some more shows coming up later the jock market nfl wildcard show coming up in 30 minutes and they're followed by the live best ball draft show at four o'clock Eastern. And then your normal NBA double dose starting at five 30 Eastern final game Rangers 2.9 implied gold total going into San Jose. The sharks sitting at a 2.6. Can't believe it. Alex Barabanov no longer on the top line. Miracles do happen. Dreams do come true. Do not ever give up. Do not stop believing in yourself. Rudolph Balsayers back on the top line with Timo Meyer and Thomas Hurdle. I'm going to say straight out, that's the line that I'm going with. 59% shot share, 73% of the scoring chances in their sample. Uh, together, Balsayers and Meyer, I can't imagine Hurdle's going to hurt them. The Rangers' top line has seen their defensive numbers slip a little bit of late. And Igor Shesterkin was taken off the COVID list, um, but he hasn't practiced yet. So I assume Georgiev is just going to start here tonight. Uh, so yeah, San Jose one for me. What do you like? Uh, I'm in agreement there. I will say I do like San Jose two, Dolan, Pator, Gregor, just because the line of Panarin, Strom, Lafreniere last game had an expected goal for percentage of like 26%. And that was against the Ducks. Like they were just awful. So I think, you know, as a filler, San Jose two is in play, but favorite line from this game is San Jose one. Don't mind a little bit Rangers one, but you know, they're terrible five on five. So like, I guess if you're going to do like anything, it'd be like Zabajan, Kreider, Fox for some power play. Yeah. I just, I do like the Rangers here. I just think that San Jose at home with ball stairs back on that top line, I think it's going to make a big difference. So San Jose one for me, um, if anything, I would probably play Rangers two cheap Panera and cheap Strom uh, going into that San Jose second line. So San Jose one Rangers two, but I love the San Jose top line the most out of this game. And I do like Jacob Truba uh, on the blue line, cheap defense. Oh, it's against, oh, okay. Jake says that second uh, Strom Panarin was against LA too. That's why they got ran over. Yeah, that makes sense. There you go. Thanks, do like, Jake. Do like a cheap Jacob Truba on the blue line. And we do like Jake Harry here at Osmo.com as well. All right, we got to get out of here. We took up enough time. Josh, I'm going to ask you for your hat trick picks and your goalies here for today. My hat trick pick is Tuvo Teravainen. And my goalies are Elias Sorokin, Tristan Jari, Alex Nadelkovich. Who you got? Yeah, uh, let's see if I can find some. I like Connor Hellebuck, especially if Larkin's out. Uh, Nadelkovich is fine. Um, 
Merzlikens, if you want to get a spicy shot volume pick there. And I think my hat trick pick is going to be, we are scrolling. Uh, it's going to be Ely Tolvanen. All right, there you go. Ely Tolvanen, Tuvo Teravainen, your hat trick picks for tonight. We got to get out of here. Uh, don't forget Yahoo or the Jock Market NFL Wildcard Show coming up in 30 minutes. For producer Mike, for Josh, I'm Slim Cliffy saying good luck tonight, everybody, and we'll see you again on Saturday morning. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more.